Welcome to It's All About Leadership podcast. Farshad's passion is leading people to discover and maximize their true potential and empower you to leave a lasting impact on those you lead. All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Mind Shift Monday morning. We continue our series on the three C's of leadership. If you remember, we talked about the three C's in one of our sessions here about coaching, communication, and clarity. If you ask me, after 20-some years learning about leadership, talking about leadership, writing about leadership, if you ask me for a show, what are the foundations, what are the basics of leadership that every leader should know, I would say coaching, communication, and clarity. We talked about coaching a little bit. Coaching is all about asking questions, not directing people, but helping people discover their own full potential. Creating an environment that people can become the best version of themselves and expanding their self-limiting belief. Communication. Communication, we talked about the fact that it's not about just sending email or text messages. Communication is getting through, touching the heart, connecting. Many people try to communicate, but a few connect. There's a big difference between talking and communication. When you're texting or emailing, that's called sharing information. When you're talking, you're just making noise. When you're communicating, you keep it simple, you keep it real, and you definitely, you yourself, as a leader, you lead by example. You, you're, you're living the message that you're communicating. If you are not doing what you're expecting or trying to communicate with people, guess what? No one is listening. And last but not least, communication needs to be simple and clear. Keep it simple, keep it clear. Then the, the, the third C is clarity. We talked about the importance of clarity. You know, many people wake up in the morning, they go to work because they have a job to do. Some people, they wake up in the morning, they go to work because they have a clear vision. They have something bigger and better. They have a big mission. That's why they overcome any type of challenges. When you are crystal clear with your vision and mission, when your why is clear, then you become unstoppable. Are you with me? Does that make sense? So the three C's of leadership, again, coaching. So stop telling, start asking questions. Communication, get through, connect, touch the heart. Clarity, make sure you know where you wanna go. You know, the fact that sometimes I feel we have to chase people, that's, that's that's not clarity. They have zero clarity with the mission. That's why you gotta chase them. People who are, who are crystal clear with their mission, you don't have to chase them. They wake up in the morning, they're motivated. They're excited, they're fired up. They know what they want, they want from life. Is that, is that true or not? 
How many of you feel that you're fired up when you wake up in the morning? You know, Allison is here this morning. I asked her this morning, you know, how long did it take to drive over here from OC? She, you said hour and a half? And she was the first person in the office. Yeah, give her a big round of applause. When, when you are clear with the mission, you have no excuses. When you have clarity, there's no excuses. You came from Pasadena, right? Yes. Yeah, what, what time did you leave? I left around 7.10. 7.10 and you made it on time. Yes. Awesome job. Good to have you here. So when the mission is clear, you become unstoppable. People who live with excuses, they never experience success. You always can go from failure to success, but you never can go from excuses to success. So clarity gives you power. All right, I'm ready. You are ready. Let's go through this new session we have. Today I want to cover and touch on three important areas. A new perspective on leadership. I want to challenge you with some new perspective on the leadership and leadership in the future. How many of you are interested to know a little bit about leadership in the future? Post-pandemic, everything has changed. The leadership style is going to change, right? Are you with me? How to bridge the generation gap? How much do you know about generation gap, right? What is generation gap? <laughs> We're going to talk about it and a new perspective towards the five levels of leadership. So I'm excited today you are in for a treat because these are really important stuff for all of us. All right, I have a quick video to play. Let's see, there you go. This quick video is showing the generation gap and is very funny but very true. Wow, how are we doing guys? <laughs> this was awesome. This was awesome. You know, things has changed and leadership needs need to change accordingly, right? Are you with me? Right? Right? Yes. Are you with me? We can't be the same leaders, same entrepreneurs we were five years ago, three years ago, even a year ago. Everything is evolving and we need to evolve as leaders. You know, for the first time in the history, are you guys ready for this? I want to talk about generation gaps. I want to start here and give you some challenge, challenge here. For the first time in the history, there are five generations in the workplace. This is for the first time. People live longer. Technology advancement and everything has brought five different generations in one place. Wow, we are from 19 years old to 82 years old just walked in. <laughs> five gen you don't have to look back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Traditionalist, the silent generation, born 1925 to 1945. Yeah, some of them are still working. God bless them. Baby boomers, born 1946 to 1964. 
10,000 people per day turning 65. Baby boomers, one of the fastest growing generations. Generation X, Gen X, born 1965 to 1980. Millennials, 1981 to 2000. And Gen Z, 2001 to 2020. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? But it's real. We never had five generations work, work together. You know, we had two maybe. At the most, maybe three generations. But not five different generations. So how do you lead? How do you communicate? Some people, they never check their emails. Some people, they... If you don't have a Snapchat, they don't even respond to you, right? So how do you how do you lead? Okay, here we go. We have two percent of traditionalists, the silent generation, still at at workplace. Twenty five percent of baby boomers are working. Twenty five percent. How about thirty three percent of Gen X? How many Gen X we have in the room? Nineteen sixty five to nineteen eighty. Liars. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> Millennials, 1981 to 2000, are 35% of the workplace and 5% Generation Z. They're coming up, aren't they? You know, all those 17, 18, 19 years old, they're showing up to work. So we have, for the first time in the history, five generations working together. So let's start from traditionalists, born 1925 to 1945. They're shaped by a Great Depression, World War II, radiant movies. Isn't that right? They're motivated by respect, recognition, providing long-term value to the, to the company. They're very loyal people. Communication style, handwritten notes. I love it. I just love the handwritten note. I miss that. Personal touch and sometimes email. And let's go with employers should provide satisfying work and opportunities to contribute, emphasize the stability. Yep, they, they want to make sure their boss is predictable, no surprises, something that is has a little bit of stability, right? Do we have any traditionalist silent generation here in this room? No, but I know we have a couple agents in that stage. Okay, baby boomers, 1946 to 1964, shaped by <laughs> Vietnam War, civil rights movement, Watergate, Motivated by, again, company loyalty, teamwork, duty, communication style, whatever is most efficient, including phone calls and face-to-face. And employer, employers, should, stopped. employers should provide them with specific goals and deadlines. Put them in the mental roles and coaching. Wow. Of course, they have a lot of experience, knowledge, and wisdom. 10,000 baby boomers reach retirement every single day. Can you say, wow? 10,000 per, 10, per day turning 65. Isn't that amazing? 
All right, let's keep going. How are we doing, by the way, so far? Great. Good stuff? Yes? You're learning something? Yeah, the, the fun part is, is beginning here. Gen, Gen X, 1965 to 1980. <laughs> they experienced the era of the HIV, AIDS, you know. Now we have pandemic at that time was HIV. The fall of, of Berlin Wall. The dot-com boom, if you if you guys remember, I'm part of Gen X, so I remember that. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> Motivated by diversity. Very true. Work-life balance. Their personal, professional interests rather than the company's interests. I'm not sure about that, but hey, there are clues, not the absolutes, right? These these are clues, not the absolutes. Communication style: What are the most efficient, including phone calls and face-to-face? -face, pretty much like the previous generation. And employers should give them immediate feedback. That's very true. You know, my generation seek feedback. Provide flexible work arrangements and work-life balance. Extend opportunities for personal development how many of you feel that way personal development is important yes if one doesn't <laughs> i'm here yesterday <laughs> yes all right millennials 1981 to 2000 how many millennials we have in the room what the i was gonna say <laughs> all right shaped by 9 11 the internet era, motivated by responsibility, the quality of their manager, unique work experiences, communication, text, Snapchat, IMS, emails, Instagram, what else? TikTok. TikTok, yeah. <laughs> Get to know them personally, manage by results. Be flexible under schedule and work assignments. Provide immediate feedback. Well, that's 35% of the workplace right now. Let's go to Gen Z now. Gen Z, life after 9-11, the Great Recession, access to technology from a young age. How many of you have kids that they had the iPhone, cell phone, whatever, yeah, iPads exactly. from young kids? They are the luckiest ones. <laughs> Gen, Z. Gen Z. I don't know if they're lucky or not, but yeah. For sure, everything is... You know, we have five generations working together. That's amazing. For the first time in the history. So how you want to lead them? Gen Z motivated by diversity, person personalizations, individuality, Creativity, that's the key, key word I was looking for. They really are, are creative. Communication style, IMS, tech, social media, and the rest. How to, how to treat them, offer opportunities to work on multiple projects at the same time. They're multitaskers. Provide work-life balance, allow them to self-directed and independent. Allow them to be self-directed and independent. Wonderful. So, 
I'm gonna pause here to see if there is any comments. How, how are we doing so far? Good? Good. Good stuff. So, do you believe on generation generation gaps? Absolutely. Yeah? Do you see any gaps? Yes. Because I wanna clarify something. I wanna challenge, and I did this on Saturday. I wanna share with everyone on this mind shift call this morning as well. I don't see many differences. I see more similarities. So I really don't believe on gaps. I believe people have different needs. Yes, technology is changing. Some some of us, we are better on technology. Some of us not. Some, some of us, we have more experience. Some of us don't. That's okay. But still, as people, when it comes to leadership, I don't think there is generation gaps. I think we're falling into a big trap because Every time I, I receive an email, they say, oh, millennials are lazy. Oh, these generations are stupid. Or this generation, they're, they're workaholic. Just they, they're tagging people with their generation. I, to, I totally disagree with that. I believe you can find sharp, go-getters, hardworking individuals in every generation, as long as they have clarity with their vision and mission. Now, they might have different work, work ethic. Some people that are more, they gotta be managed. Some people, they need flexibilities. And that applies to every generation. So I'm a big believer that we have more similarities and more of differences. It's good to have the information and be aware of what people, how people they wanna be managed and led. But I know one thing, the universal language I know that works across all generations is coaching. When you ask people question and they come up with the answer, they have the full ownership. Are you with me? Does that make sense? How many of you, you like to be directed in every aspect of your life? Like this is what you need to do, my way or highway. Right? Doesn't work. Doesn't matter what generation you are. But how many of you want to be coached, mentored, and led? Absolutely different. Every generation raise raise their hands, right? So this is this is the reality. So don't fall into the trap of different generations. You know, don't tag them with any characteristics because that's just a stereotype and I don't believe are correct. When it comes to leadership, you as a leader, as an entrepreneur, you set the tone. It reminds me of a, of a leadership law I, I read years ago, almost 14, 15 years ago. It's called the law of the lead, L-I-D. How many of you know what law of the lead is? The law of the lead. If you have your left hand up, right, just like this, everyone. Put this as a lead. This is a cap. Your right hand is your team members. You're only going to perform up to the level of your leadership. Now, can we, can we do this now? Now, if you increase and raise the lead for yourself, if you raise the bar for yourself, guess what's going to happen? Your team member is going to perform up to that level. If your opinion about your business is here, down here, 
This is a lead for your entire team. You're holding everyone back. So I have a, I have news for you. If you're a low lead leader, get out of the way. Or choose to be a leader who is a lead lifter and raise the, raises the bar for everybody. So guess what happens here? In this um, picture here, the leadership ability, let's say, is at two, your leadership effectiveness, and your success and dedication is eight. This gold area is the performance, is your effectiveness. Now, how many of you want to increase this without working harder? Everyone, like two people at least? Okay, great. <laughs> how many of you paying attention this morning? How many of you are not going to raise your hand regardless what they are? <laughs> I raise my hand. Here we go. The same success dedication, but you lift the lead, you raise the bar, your productivity goes up by 500%. Can you say, wow. wow? It's not about the hours you work. It's about the value you bring to each hour. That's, that's that's good, right? Write it down. Yeah, yeah. It's not about the hours you work, it's about the value. The focus, the energy you bring to that one hour that you work. With no distractions, you're laser focused. Can you say laser focused? Laser So much power when you're laser focused on something. Some of you are here this morning because it's Monday. Some of you are here because you want to set the tone for rest of the week. Some of you are here because you have nothing else to do. <laughs> Some of you are here, huh? I'm just, you know for sure, right? I have my sense of humor. Even if you don't laugh. <laughs> Cole likes my sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Now, I know you are all here because you want to make a big impact. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm here to make a big impact today. I'm here to make a big impact today. Yes, 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 yes. Go to the chat box if it's a yes. Yes. I'm here to make a big impact today. All right, let me give you a different perspective of the five levels of leadership. This is going to be eye-opening, and I want to do this for the first time with a new perspective. I've been teaching five levels of leadership for the last 12, 13 years. It has impacted my life significantly. But post-pandemic, I have a new view on this, and I want to share with you. Are you, are you good with that? Yeah. All right, level one of leadership is the position level. People only follow you because they have to. They have no other choice. You are the boss. You control the paycheck. It's my way or highway. You are very positional and people have the fear of getting fired. That's why they follow you. Brian, would you like to work in that environment? Because, yeah, because, yeah, it's just, it's just not the right environment. But guess what? How many of you experienced this environment before? You had to go to work because yeah. you had to go to work. Now because you felt ownership. 
right? Okay, that's positional. The keyword is rights. I have the right to be your boss. I'm paying the bills. So show up. So in this type of organization, when you walk into an office or a company, you easily can distinguish if, if, if this is a positional or not. This is a positional organization. People show up late. People show up not interested to work. They just want to get by. They do enough to keep their job. They have no excitements, no energy, no synergy. And then before five o'clock, they get ready, they go to the car and at five o'clock, parking lot is empty. Right? That's level one position. They don't want to do, they don't want to give you even one minute more because they say, thank God it's five o'clock, I'm out of here. It was like a fire drill or something, right? <laughs> All right, let's go to level two because level one is not a good place to stay at. We all start at level one, but we don't stay there. Level two is permission. Remember, level one was position. Level two is permission. The key word here is relationships. Relationships. People follow you because they want to. You are a good leader. At this level, you're building relationships. You're getting to know your team members. You're connecting. You're not only sending information and telling them what to do, what not to do. At this level, they follow you because they want they want to. Right, Lorna? Right? Yes? <laughs> do we have good relationships? Yes. Yeah, she comes to work because she, she loves the, to work. Right? <laughs> it's not have to, right? All right, level two is all about good relationships, getting to know your team members, building that synergy with the team member. And nobody, nobody at level two cares about leaving at 5 p.m. They stay longer if they have to. They come earlier if they, have, if they need to be there earlier. They go the extra mile because they really believe in their leaders. Is, is that a good environment? Everyone is having fun. Everyone, everyone has a compassion. They love each other. They, they're having fun. The music is on. The birthday parties are going. You know, the flowers, the balloons, and everything else. That's level two. But there's something missing at level two. Production, results, everybody loves each other, but nobody for working, right? <laughs> so let's go to level three because level three is about production. People follow you because of what you have done for the organization. Can you say, wow? Now, here, here is the key. I don't care what generation you are. End of the day, Yes, the foundation is the relationships and then is production. No matter where you're working, no matter how good you are, how many years you've been working there, what generation you are, is all about results. Can you say results? The level three leaders, they know how to bring results. They get the job done and people respect them because of the results they get. Isn't that important? Yeah. 
Yeah. Your leader knows how to get things done, make things happen, right? So what type of leader you have? Do you have a type of leader who just talks, no results? Or you have a type of leader who gets things done and you just enjoy working with this leader because he or she is mentoring you, coaching you, leading you, and showing the way. And it's not just about talking. Wow, such a great feeling that is, right? Such a great feeling is when your leader knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way, right? Is that a question? No. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to answer. I know you have a lot to say, but... (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. We're recording this call, so... (laughs) Level four. People development, this is my favorite. So level three is great, you bring production, you get all the trophies, but you don't get stuck there. Let's go to the next level. 85% of organizations, they get stuck at level three. They get the production, they get the results, they are winning, they become number one, they top five, whatever. They get all the bonuses, all the recognitions, that's awesome. But what is missing at level three Recording is leadership development. Mm-hmm. Right, this time, leadership development. They don't duplicate themselves. They are happy with who they have. And it's all about me, myself, oh, I'm great, I know how to produce, I know how to build a team. I get all the trophies and I get stuck at level three. Level three is not a good place to stay at because sooner or later you're gonna plateau. Magic happens, you will multiply when you get to level four because now you're developing other leaders. Can you say wow? It keeps getting better, isn't it? Every level that you go up is fun. It's like I'm excited to go to next level. Hey, what is next level now, right? People follow you because of what you have done for them. So it's not about the relationships you have only. It's not about your production. Now it's about something above and beyond. Now they go and sit with their kids and talk about you. Wow, I have a leader who knows the way, shows the way, goes the way, goes the way, but now is developing me to become just like her or just like him. People development is a level four of leadership. You go from me to others. You go from limited to limitless. You go from scarcity to abundance. Many people, they don't want to develop you to next level because they fear the fear they have is you're going to replace them. But the sense of fulfillment comes when you start developing people to become like you and even better than you. That takes true leadership. That takes servant leadership. That's, that's where you earn the respect. Can you say respect? People sometimes say, oh, this person or that person doesn't respect me enough. Have you respected them? Are you spending enough time to earn the respect? Or you just expect respect because you have the title? Title 
has nothing to do with leadership. Title gonna get you to level one leadership. That's uh, that's that's all you're gonna get with the title. Some sometimes we feel that oh, if I can just get to that position, I'm gonna I'm gonna conquer the world. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna become a millionaire. I'm gonna impact lives. Yeah, that's that's your key to level one of leadership. Many leaders they get stuck there. Many leaders they get stuck at level two. Many leaders they get stuck at level three. They get all the trophies, recognitions. They are happy, but the transformation and your leadership happens when you go from success to significance. When you take your team from level three, which is production. To multiplying yourself and developing more leaders, and is a sense of fulfillment that you cannot buy with any amount of money. Wow, you like it, huh? All right. Or at level four, and you've done it so well for so long, and you impacted so many people for years and years, and you've been very consistent with it. People will will select you, choose you. As a level five leader, the key word at level five pinnacle, the key word is legacy. It's respect. People follow you because of who you are. That's pretty cool, isn't it? It's awesome. Look at your neighbor and say, "I want to get myself to level five of leadership." Yes. Yeah, look at your neighbor and say it if you like it. If you don't, so I have news for you. You can't go to level five. You only can, by choice, get to level four. People will select you as a level five leader. They say, you know what? This person, that lady, impacted my life for so long. I am in this business because of this person. And he or she is my level five leader. So I'm sure if if I ask you to share a name or who comes to mind as level five leader, you have people who impacted your life forever, and their legacy will remain with you for the rest of your life. So I have a challenge, challenging question: When it comes to coaching, communication, and clarity, where are you? With the three C's on leadership, and also all the leaders, mentors out there, where are you with your team when it comes to level of leadership? Are you stuck at level one? Are you treating like like a level one leader? Are you stuck at level two? Are you treating them with you know building relationships, trust, but there's not much product productivity? Are you stuck at level three? Wherever you are is perfectly fine as long as today you make decision to change something to elevate and lift the lead in your leadership so your entire team can grow with you. It's a choice we make. We make decisions and we manage those decisions for rest of our lives. But that until then nothing is going to change. You know leaders I had a phone conversation with someone who was asking me a question about leadership. He was telling me for a shot. I have a lot of issues, day-to-day stuff with my company. He was calling me from different country, 
It's a bit, our government giving us so much hardship with basic stuff in life. I cannot even think of coaching, leadership, the five levels, this and that. So how would you manage that? My response was, imagine you're driving a car. You're a driver. You are a driver. What's, what is the number one job of a driver? Taking the, all the passengers from point A to point B safe and sound. It's a driver job, right? Yeah. But if car has issues or the outside issues happens, rain, rain, snow, whatever, the driver still needs to go. It's to continue driving. Leaders, they, they keep going in any circumstances. Pandemic hit, we continued. We didn't stop. Challenges happen, you don't stop. You're the driver. The team gonna go as, as far as they gonna jump as high as a leader. You set the tone. You know, some of our leaders, they work till 10, 11, midnight, whatever, different time zones. They show everyone that, you know what? Doesn't matter. I'm gonna do what it takes to serve my team, to elevate the game for them. I wanna take my entire team from level three to level four and then level five. But that needs to happen intentionally. It takes hard work go from level one to level five. It's easy to drop from level five overnight back to level one because integrity, lack of transparency, all of those critical core value issues can kill a t level five leader overnight. Put them back on level one in, in the eyes of people. But you know what? There's nothing better than people remembering you as a level five leader. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for you today.